Welcome back. You're listening to The Sound. Hey, real quick, before we get started, this week's episode is a continuation of the week before last episode, where we talked to Joey Jennings from Flight of the Maya. If you missed that episode, I highly recommend going back into our feed and listening to it. Then this one will make sense. Okay, let's continue. It's like a, a parable almost. Yeah. Right. <laughs> a parable? Or like a, a, parab- a parabola? No, a, par- a parable. Like what, a parable like what Jesus told. He told stories um, that kind of had a message. A parable. Okay, I think you're making this word up. No, parable. Yeah, that's 100% true. <laughs> a, uh, parable, no, because parables mean a lot to me. Like, a parable is so I'm, I'm all about parables. Parables Man, are I'm life. so into parables. Hashtag parables for life. We'll start I'm that. All, yeah. Like, stories, because that's another thing behind, like, this project. Like, stories and art and that point to something um, have have such an ability to to speak I think to matters and point people towards discovery of of truths that maybe could cause an argument if you just tried to like lay them out in in a very like authoritarian way you know I feel like it's like we all have these stories and we all have these thoughts and we all have these perspectives to give to each other and we can all learn from each other you know like, I'm very passionate about some of my perspectives, but, like, I see through such a foggy lens, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, and like maybe, I can, maybe I can share, you know, my perspective through this project, and I can travel around with this project, and I can hear other people's perspectives, and we can all grow, and we can all learn together from each other. You can know? I ask you a question? Yeah. What is the project? Ply to the Maya, it's Ply to the Maya, right? But is it yeah. like your band? We I never even said what it was. Oh my god! No, <laughs> I was just thinking. I was just like, you know what? No idea what. <laughs> no, we haven't even talked <laughs> okay. about the project yet. <laughs> we haven't even. <laughs> He's like, I don't know if I missed it. I've been very intently okay. listening. I have so enough, I was like, I, have I actually, for a bonus episode. It'll just be. Project. I actually don't. I actually don't have a project. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's he, not he real. said it so much, and I was like, I don't know what he the means. The project, the project is this right here. This is it. That's the essence. That's What's it. happening right, right. now? The extract is right. the plight. Exactly. The plight of the Maya. So what is the project, Joey? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is, he says. That's what it is, I swear. <laughs> that is exactly what it is. No. Well, maybe we can talk to narrow that down. Uh, what was it like sort of putting your your poems and your writings together into this in the studio? You went to Tennessee. Yeah. Um, hey, I was born there. Go ahead. Here. <laughs> Are you from Tennessee? Because you're the only Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. Did you just make that up? I've never heard that before. Oh my god. It's not um, at all. Sorry. Yeah, what was it like I'm laying down those uh, stories with like a like a like a like a song? What's the <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, just repeat this your is question. too much fun. No. Mm. You should just do this all the time. Just repeat your question. We'll just make another podcast for you. Um <laughs> No, like, what was it like uh, laying down your stories and your poems in uh, in the studio it was up terrible, in Tennessee? Man. I hated it. <laughs> no, well, it first was... of all, tell me where you went. Uh, okay. And yeah, what was the studio like? What was it like laying down? Laying it down. Where'd you go? <laughs> what was it like laying it down? Yo, where'd you drop that beat, bro? <laughs> where'd you drop it? Oh my god. I dropped it hard, you man. That's all that? I did. 
sass. I don't like that. I love it. Just keeping it forever. <laughs> Joey, I have so many of you. I can't wait. Oh, hot dang. Can't wait. Oh, baby. Oh, snaps. Okay, so. Oh, my God. You have no bones in your hand. <laughs> What'd you just do? You've never done this before? No. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Okay, so. Through. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get it. One day. So, <laughs> so through all the traveling I was doing and stuff, I got this vision um, to create a a music project that was fueled by spoken word vocals. Mm-hmm. But I wanted it to be a full band music project, like rock and roll and groovy tunes, and just because that's you know what yeah. I've always enjoyed playing, what I've enjoyed listening to. Um, Did you look to like listener? For that kind of thing, or was that not really on your mind? I would say one of my first, um, like, Me Without You, mm-hmm. I've listened to since I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. Listener, I think I also came in contact with when I was little school. Mi- little school. Little school. <laughs> when I was back in little school, little. man. <laughs> little school. Little school. Yeah. I'm going to start you saying that when school. I was in little school. <laughs> I was a, what is I, I was a wee friends. lad in little school. <laughs> I went to school in Ireland. And uh, I look Irish. Yes, you do. My heritage. So, yeah, I listened to Listener mm-hmm. and Me Without You and Anise Moriani. And I would just kind of go into YouTube bats of, like, spoken word artists a lot. And I really thought the art was cool, just, like, the freedom and raw passion and ability to just kind of, like, wear someone's heart on their sleeve. Yeah. Um spoken word i really believe you can kind of just like say it how you're feeling it you know what i mean there's yeah. not like an exact structure or rule you have to follow and if there is then i'm not doing it because <laughs> i don't know about it like, yeah <laughs> like exactly. you just kind of so i would be driving in my car and alone and i would have a lot going on and i would just like start doing spoken word and i would never done it before like thinking back on it i can't even think of like why did I just randomly start doing spoken word alone in my car? That's so weird. Like, I was a weird kid. Like, I know I was a weird kid. But literally, I know I was a weird kid. Right? That's pretty much what it was. Like, speaking in tongues. But I know I was a weird kid, and I would just start, or I'd be in, like, like a worship setting. Because, like, I played worship while growing up. And I would just start, like, doing spoken word. Like, and... It was never like, oh, I'm just going to like do a spoken word right now. And it was always kind of this like intimate, private, like you could say like prayer language. It was yeah. like a, almost like a prayer language for me like that I didn't really for a long time think about like, oh, I really want to bring this out because I was always drumming, you know. Mm-hmm. And then when I really pulled back from drumming, I kind of really had this vision where like, okay, I want to make this happen. So this year... I really decided to pull together all these, you know, lyrics I had and phone notes and my journals and pull them together and create this project. So I did, and I chiseled down like 20 or 30 different, um, you know, songs that I had written and kind of chiseled it down to like seven. And my buddy Chris Riley, who I've played music with for years, and who is John as well. And who is John? He lives in on a farm in Tennessee now. And he just built a studio there. And I ended up going up there and 
recording the first piece with this project and it was just so much fun <laughs> like me and chris have always vibed really well musically we've, we've always played off each other good and we were able to just kind of like just make it happen you know i was only there for like two days and i had the rhythm and the lyrics and kind of vision to share with him and we kind of created the rest while i was up there and we'd start in the morning and go to like three at night and it was just tons of fun. I can't wait to go back up there. Do you have so. a vault like of songs that like are never Whoa, going to be heard? Don't worry about it. What? <laughs> yeah, they're all really bad. Deep cuts. Deep cuts, like like you know how like Prince had like like vault like a vault of like just yeah. hundreds and hundreds of sheet music. I was just yeah. thinking, like I was just wondering if you yeah. My vaults are like my phone notes. Well, yeah. Let's, let's, I mean, that's that's, that's today's day and age. Let's old. dig out one of those B sides and, and oh my let's gosh, read it. Can we please? Wait, let me see how many um, phone notes I have on my. <laughs> I have. I does it say somewhere? If you go to like backwards. I have two thousand seventy-two <laughs> notes on my phone. No. Wait, I no, some of the notes are so random. You can't oh, see me. Okay, like okay. everything is All from. Right. But I like, but I have it organized. Organized. Like I'll have like a whole section for like quotes. Then I'll have like quotes that inspire me that I write right, down or personal quotes. Too. Can you just and then, like, like give us a little taste ideas. of like one of your vault songs yeah. or like one of your poems? Give us a riff. Give us like you know like a like a like a note in E flat. Let's go. <laughs> Full, full pulp exclusive. And that's the thing with spoken like <laughs> You've heard it here first, folks. And I feel like cool. the only one I'm finding is like really intense. We've been having this fun, lighthearted conversation. But see the thing is just like if you try and pick one, it's so difficult. That's why I said let yeah. me pick one. But they're all that's like kind of private, so I understand. Disjointed in a way. It's just for fun. I mean, don't you have one about like longboarding or <laughs> McDonald's? Like random notes. <laughs> one about Taco Bell because I think I will really resonate. With Spoken that word one. about Taco Bell. Do you have that? I want to hear a poem about quesadillas, please. Did you see the one I released? The one what? His the, music video. The one. The one of you like singing and it was like in like a garage or something, right? It wasn't in a garage, but it was in like it was a, in a studio. In a studio, but yeah. it was like I didn't watch. I watched it and I thought it was really good. Well, can you talk about that a bit? Because um, it's been getting a lot of uh, notes. Yeah, like he thousands. told he told me that you are like kind of like a, like famous a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Famous. We're we're gonna make our own folk band and you're gonna play the bottle. <laughs> Do it again. Now. It needs to be like empty. Then drink chug. Wait, this one is. There you go. <laughs> success with the the video of illusion um what does that feel like to you do you feel starstruck or 
starstruck by yourself. <laughs> what <laughs> is, I mean, what does it mean to you? What does it mean that what it's is, getting so much traction? What, it's definitely it's definitely gotten some traction. Um, what it really means to me is that like. I kind of decided at the beginning of this year, I was like, I have no idea how people are going to respond to this project, but I have it, like, it's really heavy on my heart, and I want to bring it into the world, Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of artistic insecurity in that, like, oh god, like, this is terrifying, (laughs) what if people hate it, like, I don't know if people are going to respond to it or get it, I don't know if, like, this is a totally new art form for me, like, I can go drum somewhere and be like, you know. I feel pretty confident, you know, playing drums live, but like spoken word is a totally kind of new venture for me. Because it's just you. Because it's just me, like Long on a microphone. Yeah. It me. It's really like wearing my heart on my sleeve. And the, the lyrics, like I said, like most of my lyrics are, like I don't really have any any lyrics just about like cats, even though I love cats, I, I would love to write a <laughs> I would love to write a, write a spoken word about cats, but yeah, yeah. they're all like really, um, really personal and like deep experiences. So just like putting that out is a scary thing, you know, especially not knowing how people are going to respond to it. Yeah. So for so many people to encourage that, um, meant a ton to me and gave me a lot of inspiration to like make this EP happen. Like I want to move this project forward and I want to, you know, take it to the streets and connect people in person with it and the way people you know responded shows that they would actually want to have me <laughs> like you know what I mean yeah they would actually want to invite yeah. me to do like house shows and to play which I mean you have to a, open a good yeah. setup to do a house show because it's just you yeah exactly although if you want a, a band you know you could do that too but yeah well that's something I'd love to do with this project is once I get this EP out just hit the road with it and play house shows at coffee shops and just kind of get my feet wet and see how far I can get and make enough to get you know to the next place Mm -hmm. and just kind of take it around so being able hearing people respond well to that really kind of it was really like people acknowledging like this idea that's been in your head for all these years that you wanted to bring to the world like we acknowledge it and like we're for it and like keep keep doing it you know which even if you don't have that I think you should keep going if you feel something you know what I mean like because eventually (laughs) like it's gonna have to come down to something like I really want to bring this into the world you know because you know I might release something else and it might get no traction. <laughs> I might like yeah. like well, that yeah. can't be the motive that can't be the motivation. The motivation has to be like this is a message, this is a art form that I really want to bring into the world. Yeah. And but at the same time it feels really good when people are like, yeah, I keep doing it. Like Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we right. like this. So Well, I mean honestly, like I don't want to bring this back to me, but I am um <laughs> I'm not trying to make it on me, but I'm going to. So. Um, I mean, with my band Bull Moose Party, and by band I mean just me. Um, you know, I, I've band worked at it for head. maybe three years now, and it, it hasn't really gotten a whole lot of traction. But I, it's still something I really want to put out there, even if it's not widely accepted. And I, I get what you mean by like, um, you just kind of have to do it anyway. Um, but. Yeah. It, yeah, no. I was just thinking. I was just thinking about. Da- I was just thinking about David Bo- about David Bowie, mm-hmm. and how. I mean, when are you not? I always think about David Bowie. He's my favorite. But it's just in your dreams. Always. You dream about him. 
Of course. You're in the front row, baby boom died, show. When he died, <laughs> yeah, I, can you when he died, I had like a lot of dreams about him. I was like, this is fucking weird. Is he like trying to talk to me? He's like, he doesn't you. know me. He All right, let's relax. He was like 69. Anyway, so, but yeah, he went through a lot of, um, a lot of like, a lot of conflict and like his whole entire life was just ever changing and he went through so many different like phases of his life and there was a lot of the times especially like in like the not in like the 90s and the early 2000s where what he did people didn't like they're like well we know you for this you should do this continue to do this because but then he couldn't really like express express himself but he chose to do it because he's like no this is what I want to do this is where I'm at in my life this is what I have to do because when you're called to do something you're like you said it's it's a connection between you and god it can't be really dictated by anybody else but yeah. it does it but it it feels so good to say you're doing a great job at the same time it's like you have a voice and you have to know how you want it to sound and how you want it to ring out in the world yeah so i just think that's really cool and i was just think i just thought about him so i just felt like putting in my two cents that's good stop burping sorry i'm <laughs> Is that mine or is that empty? That's yours. Okay, I didn't know. So that is really what it means to me is just um, kind of people coming alongside me saying, you got this. And right now I'm doing a campaign. Yeah. Trying to raise, you know, $5,000 for an EP and I've almost hit 1000 So for people to say, like, we believe in this project enough to, like, invest our hard-earned money into it. Like, that means a lot. That's really encouraging to me. You know, I've been um, working a lot. You know, I make coffee, and, like, there's no way that I could make this project financially happen Yeah. Um, on my own. So for people to say, like, we really believe in your heart, we really believe in, in this project, and we want to kind of come behind you, like, it's so meaningful. It's, it's incredibly meaningful to me. So. And you've said you've, you've actually been recognized, uh, like, at your Starbucks. That's yeah. amazing. What? Actually, it's happened again. It's happened like multiple times. Um, there's in, two in separate times. People coming. Fowler. People <laughs> coming through the drive through in Colonial Fowler. <laughs> <laughs> Little old me staying in there. Little old me, would you like bitch to ask her macchiato? Hell yeah, this girl was like, oh my god, like. Like, are you Joseph? Are you William Joseph James? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> so good to meet name. you. Can I have my frappuccino now? <laughs> Please cut that out. <laughs> no, it's gonna I'm be the William. selling point. Cut it. Cut it out. Yeah, but that's awesome. How do you feel about that? Um, was it weird or was it like you kind of just rolled with it? No, I, def I definitely rolled with it. it felt, my thing is, like, I love people. Like, my biggest passion in life is connecting with people. Mm -hmm. um, I want to, like, sometimes I say really extreme statements. My biggest passion in life. And then I'm like, is it my biggest passion in life? <laughs> it's like when you're a contemplator and an extrovert at the same time, oh it gets me. tricky. It's like <laughs> it's you, you say really, like, extroverted things. <laughs> right. and, then, and, like, and then you're like, can Whoa. I mean what I said? <laughs> oh, my God. We don't know how Am I being feel. altruistic? <laughs> That's literally my life. Same. Every day. Anyway. So, yeah, I really like, um, I like the ability to open doors to conversations, especially because the lyrics of this project are, are really meaningful to me. It's like, 
if someone heard it, it's like they heard something that was heavy on my heart. It's not just like, oh, I like, you know, oh, like, you're a good musician. It's like they heard a piece of my heart, you know? Yeah. So for us to be able to have a heart level, there's already a door open for a heart level conversation. So you can cut the story out if you want, but it kind of reminds me of, like, the ability to take people straight to heart level conversations. I was driving back from Orlando with a friend of mine, and... I mentioned Austin's coffee shop earlier when we were talking. We stopped into Austin's just to get coffee. It was like 9 at night and trying to stay awake on the road. And it was packed. And we had no idea why it was packed. We get to the front and we realized that there was this like open mic poetry night going on. Yeah. And this was still at the point where I hadn't really launched Plight of the Mind at all. It was like all in the idea stages. And there was some rogue poems in my in <laughs> my, note, my in phone notes yeah. in my vault and I looked at my friend and I was like yo what if I just randomly signed up right now and she's like she's like do it so I did I just signed up and I was so ner- like I was shaking I was so terrified you yeah. know we're just in this small like coffee shop but I was terrified because I like hardly ever done spoken word in an environment like that before and I just got up there and read it off my phone notes, but just kind of let it loose. And it like really connected with people and people really responded well. And there was these two girls who were in high school and they got in a conversation with, with my friend and I and ended up literally telling us their life story, you know, sharing with us their struggles with depression and you know, health struggles they'd been through and family struggles and just the hardships and like where they found hope. And it was just crazy. Like this conversation just opened because they connected with what I was saying through, you know, through my spoken word, you know? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, before they left, um, we ended up just like speaking over and like praying for them in like this parking lot outside of the (laughs) coffee shop and just like speaking encouragement to their life and praying over them. And it was funny because I was wearing, um, I was wearing Birkenstocks, and I was like, yeah, it's not every night some dude in Jesus sandals <laughs> breaks for you outside of a coffee shop. <laughs> and it was That's hilarious, crazy. but it was just so meaningful to me, you know? So that, to me, is, like, more than... For me, it's, like, being able to connect at that level with more people mm. is, like, the biggest meaning to to more people hearing it, you know? Yeah. And also, it's just, like, it's something I've worked hard on. So, obviously, when people are recognizing it, it's like, wow, something I've put all yeah, these hours, off, yeah. something I've put all these hours in my bedroom in is actually, <laughs> like, seriously, no, in, in buses in Nicaragua and in my bedroom and wherever, like, it's actually, like, real. like having a practical application in the world, you know? Yeah. Would you say that's what you want, ultimately, out of Flight of the Maya? To unite us all. Well, that's a little... I'd like to unite the world. That's a little hyperbolic. We will stand as one. Joey, <laughs> <laughs> like, calm down. I feel like there's truth in that, though. <laughs> I don't think that's so off the mark where you don't... Where you <laughs> he secretly wants that. Of yeah. course. I think, I mean, with well, for me, like, unity, yeah. My... Uh, yeah, now this is going into, like, I have so much... I have so many, like, dreams and visions for this project. <laughs> it's only been an hour. Keep going. Yeah, I have so many <laughs> dreams. <laughs> Classic Joey podcast. Um, it never ends. <laughs> it never ends. <laughs>
That finishes up our interview with Joey Jennings from Flight of the Maya. You can check his band page out on Facebook and Instagram. Full Pulp is produced and edited by me, Luke Janke. General manager of Eagle Radio is Simone Nelsie. We'll be back next week with a bonus clip for you guys, and the following week with a new interview. Full Pulp is distributed by Eagle News Media at FGCU.